Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. Well, it is July, July 12th already. Oh, my goodness. We just had a horrible thunderstorm here, knocked out the phone lines, but that didn't stop me from getting on the air with Miss PK. So, PK, how are you tonight? Jealous because you've gotten water. We have, we're dying for rain, <laughs> so we've got to drop. It's terrible. It's so blasted oh. hot. Ay, ay, ay. I went out for well, the I mail. I wish we could send you some rain. I wish you could. Too bad we can't spread this around a little. But it is as it is. The power oh, of the goodness. But not our backsides. <laughs> That's all I guess they are. Jeez. Yeah. So I didn't mean to interrupt. You said you walked out to the mailbox when you were dripping wet from all the heat. Oh, my God. I feel like I was in a sauna. Uh, it was that hot. Just walking across the yard and back was worse than being in a sauna. That heat uh, piling down on you and that wind that is nothing but a blast furnace at you. I said, oh, this is not fun. So <laughs> it is as it is. I'm going to look for better days ahead, right? I guess, huh? That's the least of air conditioning, although I made you turn it off because we can hear it over the air. You're so kind. You're going to suffer for an hour for us. I know. I know, really. For one hour, I can handle it. More than that, forget it. You're going to be on (laughs) noise control. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So we've got... Yeah, there it is. We're taking a look at things. It's a month of major changes in a year that the spiritual side is the top of the list. So we're, we're watching this. I'd be not a teeter-totter. You don't know which ends up first. But add what is needed to make you more aware of what your physical as well as your emotional self is right now. And try doing things that are, shall we say, a benefit to your overall well-being. If you do that, things are going to start to smooth out. Every time you take a shower, and this is a, a good way of handling things, Every time you take a shower, visualize washing away your stress and the anxiety that you feel. Concentrate on the feeling of the water upon your skin and how it feels. Envision the power of the water washing away your negative thoughts. And allow yourself to feel regret, sadness, depression, and anger wash right off of you. Let it all go down the drain, and then you start to feel lighter and you think more clearly. And it's a lot nicer to open the door after you've just gotten rid of all this garbage. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I love that. I'm doing I it. I posted I'm that doing in it. my bathroom <laughs> over the shower. <laughs> Good. Well, I think we're going to have a lot of people joining you in that. That sounds just like the perfect thing to do. 
And again, well, we have to take care of ourselves with all this craziness going oh, on. Definitely. We often don't have time, you know? No, there isn't. So we and need to make everything time. that's ongoing right now is for us to get in touch with that inner voice. And if we don't, we're going to be dragging Cole's Newcastle, if you will. It's just yeah. not a pleasant time, shall we say, personally, universally, whatever. Everybody's having a a problem with something. So let's kind of build up where we can and let ourselves kind of cocoon a bit where it's soft and we feel a little bit more interest in going forward instead of just saying, can't take it anymore. I'm just going to let it yeah. all wash by. And it isn't. That's, That's right. That's the upper United States. My gosh, the water. Whew. Oh, Too bad, guys. Yes, it's unbelievable. Around. Yeah. Yeah. Look what you've got to do. Vermont. the bone here. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. I mean, luckily, we don't have it too bad here uh, in Massachusetts. The low-lying areas do, but we're up high. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. very frightening. I mean, I watched somebody's video on the fact that not only were streets flooded, but it took out his whole garden. Mm-hmm. And you and I know how much work it is to plant a garden, to oh, get it going, yeah. and you look forward to harvesting your, you know, the fruits of your labor. And they, he showed a video of it. The whole thing's underwater. So sad. So, yeah. What the cap, state capital is it that's underwater? I forget which one it is that's now. Right. But Mont- Montpelier. Yeah. yeah. Montpelier is underwater. Yeah. Okay. I know. It. I see all the insurance bills going up like crazy next year. Woo. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you again for your good direction for the days coming up because we always need that. And if anybody needs and wants to have their own private numerology chart done, then contact PK at patriciakirkman.com. You can also find her on our website at supernaturalgirls.com. And PK will tell you personally what lies ahead and what challenges you may face, and what gifts you have, those challenges. So uh, don't hesitate to contact her and get some further direction that is just your own direction, completely for you. And take a look at our Facebook page. Take a look. We have so many great stories there. And we also have on our homepage all the information about health products. We're going to be talking very soon with two stem cell doctors and this is Mm -hmm. leading edge stuff now that they're allowing it more or less in the united states we're going to hear all about the possibilities here and who's been getting healed from these stem cells that's coming up in just a couple of weeks now don't miss that one i believe it's on august 2nd we have that scheduled yeah so in the meantime oh yeah it's going to be great and we also have lots of technology on our homepage. You know, we have the Weber lasers. We have the Endolite band, which is brand new. We have the Air Energy machine, which they just added a chakra attachment to. We have yet to get a picture of it, but that will be going on the website. It's very exciting. That is a great, great thing for any kind of a spa, an IV station, or your home. You can use it for personal use. And that is phytosynthesized oxygen. And, you know, when you do take in oxygen, 
for a period of time, you get free radicals, but not with energy. You get so much more with the treatment mm-hmm. with the energy, and they call it forest breathing in Europe. And they have what they call forest breathing stations. So it's very healing. It is like you're in in the middle of a forest and makes a huge difference. Very anti-aging in Europe. They have talked about uh, using it for MS and other autoimmune diseases quite successfully. So a lot to that technology. And, of course, we have a special water for super hydration, and we also have the liposomal vitamins. So take a look. Interesting stuff there and interesting things coming up. But tonight, we have a very special guest because, again, DK, you and I have talked a lot about hybrids. Mm-hmm. And we've talked a lot about mm-hmm. alien agendas and UFOs, abductees, all kinds of things like that. And there's a lot of people we've heard from that want to be on the show that we haven't had on the show because we didn't really get that feeling of authenticity. And right. With our our guest tonight, I really, I remember I called you up, I said, I think we found somebody mm-hmm. who's authentic, and she has some really yeah. interesting things to say. We've got to have her on the show. So we were lucky enough to track her down, <laughs> find her, and her yeah. name is Sarah Adams. She's with us tonight. Now, Sarah has vast experience in many things, um, from seeing abductions to seeing angels who aided her on her path, and her awakened consciousness increased as she got older. She experienced the supernatural, past lives in Egypt and Atlantis, telepathy, weather abnormalities, feeling others' emotions, remote viewing, quantum leaping, and time travel. Those are among the few other things, and also also other alternate realities that Sarah has experienced. And she says she's healed so much and believes every day is a healing journey that takes her to greater heights. Now, Sarah works with many clients around the world in what she calls intuitive healing. This includes using homeopathy, herbs, supplements, uh, diet, superfoods, detoxing, energy work, essential oils, visualization, meditation, subtle energy work, cellular work, all to heighten the frequency of the temple and precious bodies we have been given. She has made television appearances on Gaia TV, including Beyond Belief, Buzzsaw, and Ancient Civilizations. And she's with us tonight. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. We're going to have an amazing show. Yes. Well, we will. Because you have some great information, and our audience deserves great information. So tell us how all of this got started for you in your life. I would say got started pre this life. So I remember living on Mars. I remember having different lifetimes. And, you know, I think right before the show we talked a little bit about there's these spirits that lost their light that are draining the life force from this planet. We spoke a little bit about that. So I was interacting with this force way before I came into this life. I was actually, um, I willingly came into this incarnation, into this body, and I definitely got targeted by um, what you might say the shadow forces that rule this planet and that use it as a sort of, loose 
energy harvesting facility. And they mm-hmm. were aware of me at, coming through. And, of course, I was, I'm, you might say, on the opposing side to master these forces because they have harvested many different planets. This isn't the first universe they have harvested. So I, being on the opposite side from the higher realm, sent in, and here I am. So I came in already knowing what, why I'm here, what I needed to do. And, of course, I was sent as an anchor into the physical 3D world to go ahead and help sort of, like, push this force back and be a light portal and a portal also for the ETs. I open portals, by the way, all the time around the planet. And I've trained Mm -hmm. a lot of people to open portals for the ETs to come through because this force puts dense frequency around the planet and it keeps um, the higher frequency ETs that are trying to come through, it keeps them out via these dense, via this sort of net that is is around the planet, a dense energy net, and this net also includes all of the satellite system, which is a sort of vibrational prison of lower frequencies um, net mm. around the planet. Yes, they're using satellites. AI technology actually comes from this force. It's quite primitive. I know everyone thinks that it's very advanced, but it's very primitive. We have very divine ancient technology in our bodies. And I know when you guys first started this show, you were talking about how there was a lack of water in certain specific areas. And we actually have the ability, once we light up our systems and learn how they um how they function. Most people don't know. They're like, oh, I have DNA. They don't know what, what their DNA is at all. They, right. they don't know how yeah. to function. Yes. So once um, they learn how to channel the energy through, light up their DNA, light up their brain, their entire brain, because most people are functioning from only specific certain parts of their brains, um, they then connect it to the realms of energy and they have abilities. So then we can, you know, call in rain into places that need rain. And we can also, um, we can clear out pollution. We have, we have supernatural spiritual abilities that come from our soul, our spirit within us. And this has been hidden. All of this knowledge has been hidden from humanity for such a long time. And they, you know, these dark forces that are mastering humanity right now because humanity has yet to step into its divine power have made humanity think that they're powerless when they are they're very powerful beings. And I can say that, well, you know, I don't come from this universe or dimension, and I can say that people on this planet are very powerful and they have yet to tap into that or even sadly know about it that's been hidden from them. It is sad. Exactly what you just described. It's very sad that people don't know, uh, first of all, what what we all have. And and secondarily, how do you access it and use it? But I would think that they have these, what did you call them, beings without light. I love that term because I think it's so darn accurate. These beings Mm -hmm. without light. Um, It's just... the feeling I have is if we did know, if we could access easily our photon light field and, you know, light up our brains the way we're meant to, 
that those beings without light wouldn't stand a chance. Oh, no, they wouldn't. And that's what I'm saying, that, that, you know, people on this planet, they have so much power and they are not aware of it yet. But one day in the near future, they will become aware of that power and they will they will literally rise up and they will free themselves from what I call the energetic dense frequency prison that they're in. And, you know, for me in the end, it's, it's all about love and it's all about, you know, humanity does need to rise up, but we will heal everything through the light of love, which is God's source energy. And that's been my experience. You know, I remember lifetimes, and also walking other realms, I remember it back up to 2 billion years in the past. And I will say in years, as in, you know, timelines and years. And I will say that it is due to the, the love of God and God is love that I have been able to have an existence for such a long time. And in the end, you know, when humanity wakes up, I, I feel like, you know, from my experience and just from what I know is that they have to they have to channel that light and that love through themselves back into that fallen creation where all those spirits fell from the light and became vampiric, and it'll heal that creation and reflect back on this creation. So I do believe that humanity is actually the missing link that's needed once they wake up. They're the middle in the middle. Once they wake up, they can channel light into the underworld below them, that sucking energy from them, which will reflect it back through and actually heal everything. Hmm. Well, I'm all for that. Um, yeah, we like the healing aspect of all of this and being able to defeat these beings with no light uh, that are draining uh, the the force of the planet basically and us and also feeding us all these lies and, and it's horrifying for us to see how many people believe it and don't want to accept their own power but that's the choice I guess but now is a good time to really take our power and and move ahead but the aliens are heavily involved in all this and you know them personally so you have I mean, you were born this way, so you don't have to go back and do regressions. You know what you went through, and, and you know what you're here to do. That makes it a lot easier. And so tell us a little bit about the aliens you know and their agenda, because we know the government is trying to weaponize the way we think about the aliens, that they're going to wipe us out and they're after us and all that crap. We know that they're going to give that one a try. But you know a whole different aspect of this. So tell us about that. Oh, yeah, this is this is a big one here. So the government, you know, and they, I feel bad for elite leaders because they're suffering, you know. It's not, they're, they're definitely suffering and their souls are, com- are compromised by this force that, like I said, you can call it different names. The Watiko, I've written about this. The Demiurge, there's different names for it um, throughout many mythologies and religions and throughout history, but it's the same thing. So they're compromised. It has their souls, and it's using them as chess pieces. So when you see these elite leaders, you're not even seeing their true soul. You're seeing this force come through. And, of course, this force needs 
to feed on everyone's energy. So, of course, it's going to make laws that suppress everyone, that are destructive, that, you know, cause a lot of grief because every time that happens, we people lose soul energy and then they this force gets to feed off of them. So every time you're depressed, sad, sick, it's feeding on you, literally. Um, so basically there's a lot of beings, um, both inner, in the realms of energy, the multidimensional, interdimensional beings that are trying to push this force back. We have the fairies. We have um, the Sasquatch, by the way, that guard the forest and actually protect the fairies. The fairies are trying to push it back. We have the elven beings. We have the giants. Yes, I've encountered giants, by the way, who are trying to push this force back, and they're all joined together. There's the Council of Ancient Light, which is an ancient council of the first being, you might say, first ones to manifest into spirit from energy, as I call them, Council of Ancient Light. And then, of course, below them, there's the Council of the ETs and Councils of the Fairies and the different um, councils that all join together, and they all speak to the Council of Ancient Light, Spirits of Ancient Hmm. Light. And in my experience, so the ETs, by the way, I've encountered over 200 races. ETs are bodies created, by the way, by spirit, so that spirits can inhabit them and this is a secret so just like we put on clothes they put on these different bodies various different forms of spirits and sometimes they will stay in those bodies for a very long time so that's you know that's something that they sometimes will often do and Mm -hmm. the ETs um, the ETs currently so when you see a physical there's a war going on (laughs) it's a vibrational war by the way so this force, this fallen force, by the way, which comes from a much previous creation that lost its light, was quarantined, and became vampiric, and then seeped into other creations, and thus we have it now, what I, what I call the Demiurge, or, you know, whatever people want to name it, the Wachiko, the devil, whatever. Um, this force that lost its light is creating an imbalance because it's overtaken universes and creations. So then we have this natural need of balance that is coming in, and that's where we have the forces of light. And so the ETs, they um, they create different things. Like they create different planets, different realms. They're creator beings, a lot of them. Um, they create aquatic life, things like that. So they literally are trying to help the planet, and what they're doing is they're shooting out these light anchors out of their light ships into the planet to pull the frequency of the planet up. Now what's happening is this force is controlling our all of our scientists, basically most of our elite leaders, our religious leaders, all of those guys. Um, so this force has infiltrated them and it's making everybody think that it's, you know, all of these laws and all of the craziness going on is normal when it's not normal. And it's also brought in a sort of, it's brought in AI technology. Now AI technology from, you know, from what I know pre this lifetime is actually very primitive technology, but because humanity hasn't ascended into the divine technology of supernatural abilities that they have, um, spiritual abilities they have, they've fallen for this trap, so they are have fallen into thinking AI is like this amazing technology, which is quite primitive, like I said, technology they have within themselves. 
So this force brought in this technology of AI, using it to keep the frequency of the planet down. So it's used people to create these, like, this AI system. And we've, of, of course, the, the, the compromised people have launched satellites all around the planet. And this satellite system is the web that holds anchors, literally anchors this force into the, the AI system. So it keeps the frequency of the planet in the lower frequency. And that's why we have a lot of people just losing it right now. We have a lot of just insanity going on. And so it's making the planet be in denser energies via the satellite net that's going on. It's really funny because in Terminator, remember they had Skynet? Oh, yeah, and just like that. Yeah. yeah, to help, yeah, keep entrapped in a lower frequency where people are like robots, which is so freaking symbolic. We could go on about this for hours, literally, symbolism in the Bible, symbolism well, in the movie, you're, symbolism in everything. You're talking about about something that is coming more to light with that new movie, uh, Sound of Freedom, and, you know, a lot of celebrities I, come I forward to expose yeah, that. I see it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I haven't seen it yet either. No, TK, I don't think you've seen it yet, but it's supposed That's to be remarkable. And the thing is this, it's like, you're right. You know, they're trying to tell us that all of this, this usage of children is normal. And this changing of gender, this is all normal. And if you're against it or you're against uh, child trafficking and, there's something wrong with you. It's it's an unbelievable twist uh, to our reality that a number of people have bought into. But let's move, if we can, because there's a nice segue here. It's actually a horrible yes. topic. But talking about adrenochrome, because you know about that. And this this has been talked about, but probably not to the depth that you can talk about it. And so let's hear about yes. this. So to- Okay, so let me go ahead and just finish off. So the ETs are trying to anchor up the planet and the satellite system, and this force basically is trying to keep it down. So there's that war, and there's these different ET races that have gathered together. And to move on, this does actually tie into child trafficking. And how does it tie into child trafficking? is that the fact that this force feeds on soul energy. So we talk about, you know, okay, adrenochrome. So everyone's so like, they want the blood well, the blood holds the energy, the soul energy. So what they're really after is the soul energy, not the blood. And they can get that out of children by tormenting them, traumatizing them, and doing terrible things to them. And they are, this force is very desperate, needs energy to fight these beings, the, the ETs and the light beings that are um, battling it. It needs to absorb energy. So it's trying to absorb the soul energy of those on this planet. So it's going specifically for the light energy of children right now. Now, all of these people who are abusing children, they have lost their light and their vampirical in this force is infected them. They're literally infected by this force. And so if they didn't feed, they would drop dead because your organs in your body need light energy to function. And since there are they literally don't have that as they are going after the children and feeding off the children's soul light energy. So this is what is playing out right now. This is why they're going after younger and younger children because there's a lot less light energy on the planet, believe it or not, um, than there used to be. This is why we're having 
a lot of chaos and a lot of insanity because there's not a lot of light energy. The more light energy there's on a planet, the more people are happy, healthy, the more there's peace, the more that, you know, there's less um, less um, storms and disasters and all of that. So right now we're like in between the planet shaking as the light forces are pulling on it, the dark forces are pulling on it. And that's what you're seeing play out right now. And, of course, you know, this is literally we are in Armageddon. That was prophesized about, and it's an energetic Armageddon that's playing out as this force, you know. It, it's trying so, to keep a hold of this planet and the light forces and all the hosts of the realms, the ETs come through to try to free the planet and also you know, try to get messages through even like me who was sent to this planet to people so that they can light up themselves and their divine spiritual gifts so that they can actually, you know, help free their planet and free themselves. Yeah, and I think there's there's just so much going on all at once here. Um, We have what we originally were told about adrenochrome was that these, uh, these people were using it to stay young you know, to be youthful, to live forever, whatever. They but are. As you've explained, that's only part of it. And they are. the rest of it. So, so you see, they are actually, so, you know, I was, I can't say the name of the specific one, but it just came out a whole article about this young girl. She was talking about how she was assaulted at a party and she was talking about how, you know, there was this other very well-known person, this well-known person, he looks so young. He's in his and he does not look like it and it's because he's feeding off of literally the souls of young girls they're feeding off the souls of these young girls that's why you know i i i know hollywood i've been in a lot of those circles i know how it goes and they are feeding off of soul energy and it's they're harvesting souls much all of the how they traumatize you know they they traumatize and when they traumatize like these girls or these children or even traumatized people, they're a- actually they're after anyone honestly who has a charge of soul energy. If you have the light in you, they're going to be after you. And so they will do things that are very traumatic or you know that push boundaries. And when they do that, they're able to just drain your soul energy from you. They don't they don't even need to connect to you intimately. And they can drain your soul energy even across the room from you. They're draining soul energy of audiences. Like on TV, everyone who is watching some of these shows from some of the, that some of these vampires put out there, they're focusing on the TV. And when they focus on the TV, they're, they're watching it. Their, their energy is going through their eyes directly into the TV, and it's connecting to these vampires that know how to harvest the energy of the masses. Gosh, it sounds more and more like a horror movie. <laughs> it, really it is. Does. And oh. horror movies oh. are created horror movies are created for that specific reason to harvest energy because every time you're scared and I one time I was I was in a theater. This is years ago and I walked into the wrong theater room cuz I usually go watch funny movies cuz I actually feel they build up your energy and I opened a the the door to some horror movie and I could see entities literally jumping out of the screen and feeding on the soul energy of people getting scared oh. and it would like 
it was coming out of them, like bleeding out of them. Wow. So yes. Wow. We have a lot. There's a lot. This consciousness and these beings that are energetic beings that have lost their energy are feeding off of humanity, and they're not aware of it. They're not aware that they are the the cattle, the prey for this consciousness that's made everything seem so normal on their planet. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. And, but it's not yeah, normal. I mean, it's, it's, not. it's not normal that we have, you know, we have millions of homeless people, that we have children starving, They're, that this is not normal at all. But it's this force has made it normal it's it's feeding off those starving children it's feeding off of the masses it's feeding off their energy fields right and their soul right. energy but making it look normal. Well, let me ask you this sarah since you know a lot of these you know 200 at least of the races that are here and are still visiting the planet or living on the planet uh, in terms of the mantis do you know mantis Mad- uh, yes yes what what are they doing? Are, are they helpful? Or what are they doing? Are they still manipulating our DNA? Because that's what they're known for, being uh, masters they are of that. They manipulating I mean, the DNA, but they're doing, actually, they're not the negative ones. Um, we could do a whole show in the future, if you want, about me going through the different ET races. The, I always work with the mantoids. They actually are trying to light up the DNA and... Because this force has shut down our DNA, shut down our a lot of our brains, our energy fields, so that we're just walking zombies, robots, so it can use. These beings are coming through trying to light us up, and this force wants to make them look evil out there. And literally, it's dark magic, because if you think something is evil, then you're going to send negative energy towards it. And once you do, you're saying, no, you can't. You don't have access to me. So imagine these beings, they're not going to go past your free will. They're not going to, um, they're not going to, to, um, coming work, come and work on you when you're like, no, you're evil. Stay away from me. They have to have your free will. So then that force knows this. So it's, it's making people fearful of the very things and very ones who, who could help them and would help them. Like me, I've noticed like there was years ago, there was such a big thing about making me look evil to the masses and, it was because this force knew that I'm a threat to it. So it needed to use people's energy against me in a sort of energy war and have people project this energy to try to weaken me because it knows that I react to energy. So that's what it did. So it it literally used the people that were infected by it to publicly try to destroy me. So I'm aware of how it works. It's done it to a lot of people. It's done it to David Icke. It's done it to people who are aware of it and who are aware of what's going on. It literally uses whoever is infected as zombies against them. Yeah, that's I can see that, and that's incredible. And so, um, so there are all of these races, and it sounds like most, if not all, are here in some ways to help us achieve a higher level of consciousness, etc. But then there's also people that have had experiences with ETs that have not been so friendly and they feel violated. They feel like, you know, it has happened. You know, babies were taken from them, um, hybrid babies, 
and they they live with a, a kind of a regret for ever having met them. So tell us about that. How do you reconcile those experiences for people? So, you know, there are a couple of races that have been compromised. This force literally is not only trying to take over humanity, it's trying to take over BT races, it's trying to take over the fairies, all the realms. So it has taken over some specific races of beings of which it's been enslaved and it uses for its um, master plan. And that's where the the great ETs have told me that some of their um, their own were taken over and it had been used by it. And they were trying to free them. Um, I know the reptilians said something similar to me years ago when I was a child. So there are some some races that this force has taken over and is using or has taken over part of the beings um, from that specific race and are using. There's a movie about this, and it's funny because I was actually telling years ago, I think I was telling Sean, Sean Stone about this. He sh- I think he sent me the movie The Green Lantern, and it shows this, how this force is coming across the universes, and it's taken over specific ET races, but they're battling it and... Um, yeah, that movie's really on point about what's happening right now. Wow. There's just so much to take in about all of this, and it does feel like there's a lot of uh, fighting going on about who's going to own this uh, so-called disclosure that they're leaking out one little tidbit at a time. So uh, what I really like, though, let me just digress for a moment, is the possibility of all of us, or the ones who want to, let me put it that way, can have their own relationships with these ETs. Like Stephen Greer, for example, is doing a great job outing a lot of projects, a lot of the secrecy we've been living under, and he's also encouraging people to have their own contacts. And I like that for a number of reasons. I like it because it gives people direct experience. They're no longer relying on the government to tell them what's what. They'll have their own experience. And I know the government pulls their hair out over it. <laughs> so <laughs> I like it for those two reasons. <laughs> but what what can you offer our audience that can help them have their own communication, their own relationship with ETs? You know, that's a great question, and thank you for asking it because it's something I want to get that, get out there on a wider level so that people can start, you know, accessing their own soul, their own technology within their physical body and also the other realms and beings of the other realms, which I'm very passionate about and is my divine life path to deliver such information to humanity to help them in their ascension process um, to their spiritual power. And, it, you know, I, I always say this, have a healthy diet, exercise, you know, bring in some good frequencies, cultivate some good frequencies, go in nature, go to the beach, do things that will make you happy. And, you know, try to get to a place where you feel good within yourself. That's really important. And you can also do exercises like this. And I really, really love this one. It's quite simple, quite efficient, delivers. And um, so basically, first cleansing and clearing our energy and rebuilding our energy field. So what I like doing is having people visualize a golden light tunnel 
visualize flying up that golden light tunnel for around two minutes till your body tingles, till you feel elated. That tells your system. By visualizing that golden light tunnel and visualizing flying up it, you're giving your system a command to elevate itself on a frequency level, and it will do so. That's, starting, okay. that's part of the learning, the learning of how your, your physical tech, divine body technology works with your soul energy body. If so, giving it commands like this work efficiently and just they deliver. So first, to visualize the golden light tunnel, visualize flying up, flying up that, focus on it for two minutes till you feel tingling. Next, what you're going to do is you're going to clear yourself. So you're going to visualize a bubble floating in front of you. You're going to visualize going throughout your life, pulling out any negative traumatic experiences, and even now in your current, current life or day that you're living in this life, you're going to visualize pulling out anything negative. You're going to put that in the bubble. You're going to spend time on this. By the way, sometimes you might need to spend a few minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, but you're going to visualize doing this until you feel clear. Visualize that bubble turning into golden light. Pour that golden light back into you. So transmute those sense energies. Then you're going to go and visualize the rainbow light pouring into you. And I like doing this for two to five minutes. And once you feel elated, you're going to ask your system to open a portal to, um, you know, the Council of ETs. So you can say the Galactic Federation. That portal is opened. You're going to clear your mind. You're going to wait station. You might see an ET. Some people have seen ETs. I see ETs all the time. But I am, I'm also very advanced in doing these things. I've taught people how to see ETs. They've had visions of them. They felt them work on them. They've actually felt them move their bones. People who are um, sick, people who are unwell, have felt them literally. You know, one lady had her her rib, one of her rib bones out of place. She felt the ET. She saw the ET re- literally go in and work on it and felt it, and it was fine the next day. So um, what you you do is you ask to connect to the ETs, then you telepathic, telepathic, Pathically, go ahead and connect. So you ask a question, clear your mind, and wait for the telepathic answer to come through. Now, this is the beginning steps of learning how to connect to ETs. First, you connect telepathically. Eventually, you can get out of your body and go to their ships. I get out of this body, and I've been in physically in ships. I also get out of this body, and I will go into bodies they have in the ships, or I'll go interact with them in my astral body. So it's there's different ways that I interact with them. But, yes, these are the, the beginning steps, the golden light tunnel for two minutes, clearing yourself with the bubble, transmuting that into golden light, and then bringing in the rainbow light into your entire body till you feel tingling, a tingling sensation in your, your energy field and body in a higher vibration, frequency. And then what you do is you go ahead and you ask for a portal to be open to... Um, the the ET council, and then you go ahead and you ask question, clear your mind, and wait for the answer, telepathic answer. So the, yes, that's the beginning steps of connecting up yourself. Yeah, that's ET. great. We're going to have to definitely give that a try. Um, yeah, because I think the, we are going to be much better off if we endeavor to create those relationships ourselves. I think sitting back and oh, yeah. waiting for the, the government who lies out of both sides of their face to tell us what's going on and are there ETs, are there not? What a ridiculous question. 
So it it just doesn't make any sense to listen to them at all anymore. It's just, to me, that's just theater. But the real stuff comes when you have your own relationship and you mm-hmm. you learn something. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, you learn something from each other because you're reaching out to a potential friend, whereas a government sees everything as a potential object of war. How are we going to weaponize it? Mm-hmm. You know, they can do this, they can do that. Well, how are we going to turn that into a weapon for us? And meanwhile, all we're saying is, well, why don't you just be friends with these ETs? Because they are, right. in a lot of ways, very advanced beyond us. And, yeah, they could probably definitely help us out if we wanted a friend like that. I'd like a friend like that. Wouldn't you, PK? <laughs> definitely. definitely. We all need friends like that, you know, that are that advanced. So I, I'm glad you gave us that exercise, Sarah, to do, and I'm sure our audience is going to give that uh, their attention also, um, because we need more of that. We need to realize we are not alone. We are, and we are very connected to them because they are our past and probably our future too. So, are there any aliens that you have met since you've met so many that really are against the human race? No, I, um, you know, even talking to the reptilians, they right now want to ascend, they want to heal. I'd say I have, I had major problems with the draconian. We've had some pretty intense encounters. They are, I can tell you 1000% the ETs are not the problem. It's this force that is eaten soul energy and also the energy of entire planets and solar systems that's the problem that is i will always always you know go back to that no this is it's not the et's this is the problem right here that force and when i ask the et's i'm like okay listen lift up the world right now (laughs) he tell me they they're like oh we can only get involved you know to a, we can keep nuclear wars from happening. We can only get involved to a certain extent, but humanity, if we just saved humanity, they would get back into the same mess and expect us to save them. Again, they need to save themselves. So we are karmically intervening to as to an extent, as much as we're allowed, but it's up to humanity to you know, step into their divine power and use that divine power to actually save themselves and save their planet. Yeah, so we need to grow up, basically, is what they're saying, uh, that they don't want to have to keep leading us by the hand. Yeah, we're just a bunch of babies. So, yeah, that's understandable. (laughs) Well, we're going to take a very short break. I'm sorry. Uh, we're just going to take a, a real short break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to let you finish that thought. And then I want to have, ask you some more questions about what it's like to be a hybrid and uh, more questions about that because I have them. I have to have them answered. So <laughs> stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back. The health benefits of sunlight to our body are well known. Light energizes. Light lifts your mood, and light can heal. What if all these benefits were combined into one portable device that you can use in the comfort of your home? 
The German medical device manufacturer Weber Medical has recently launched the Endolite Band. The Endolite Band looks like a smartwatch, but does so much more. This revolutionary band is equipped with true laser diodes that irradiate the circulating blood via your arteries. Each color provides its own powerful benefits. Red and infrared light deliver energy and regulate your immune system and blood pressure. Yellow is a real mood booster and improves sleep quality. Green impacts oxygen supply, and blue has anti-inflammatory effects. The Endolite Band has three programs. Recharge helps you start your day with energy. If you want to unwind and clear your head after a busy day, select Relax. When you need full support, select Recover, activating all diodes at the same time for the full range of effects. Improve your well-being at the touch of a button. 30 minutes per day gives you the advantage, and there are no side effects. Let the Endolite Band bring you a healthier life. Order now at www.wmedicalsystems.com. That's www.wmedicalsystems.com. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking with Sarah Adams tonight about all of the things that we have so many questions on. Sarah is giving us answers. And Sarah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you were having you were on a roll here with a thought, so I'm going to let you finish that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was on a roll. I usually always am. I'm so passionate about this. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you were talking about, you know, when when we went off to the commercial, the whole hybrid thing, and this is a lot for me. You know, for years I couldn't talk about it, but I would to to an extent, but. I would cry because I do know that those of us who came in, a lot of times we've been targeted before. This force knew that we were coming in to help out the planet, so it targeted us before, you know, it knew we were coming in, so it was ready when we came in, and it targeted us. And I, um, I, I was targeted, you know, and then so we had, I had the ETs that were, literally trying to free me then I had sort of this shadow government experience and it was pretty traumatizing even for me being such a like old soul having that Mm. experience was traumatizing because I am sensitive and the light beings were always extremely sensitive it was it was extremely traumatizing as a child to find myself in underground bases and have some very intense just very traumatizing experiences that like I said for years I 
I cried about them. I had to do a lot of work on it because even as powerful of a being as I am, it, it really affected me. And I, But I got to learn a lot about what was happening here on this planet, how this force was using ETs. It has ETs in underground bases that it's using. It's got, you know, all sorts of hosts for it. And it's trying to harvest DNA, still DNA, still secrets trying to become God, you know? It's trying to transmute everything into it being God. So it's trying to find out all the secrets of all the beings that God has created and God being this eternal uh, source of light that flows through everything. It's trying to overtake it and become God itself. So it was a really interesting experience to go through all of this. But yes, I've had, you know, many experiences in underground bases where I've seen things from all sorts of mutant, mutants that it's created and the different levels of bases. And this is where I know about the whole adrenochrome thing too because when I was a little girl, I remember being underneath um, in these bases underground, right? And I saw these vats of like blood and I saw these, these, these things like absorbing. They were absorbing the life energy from it. That's what they were absorbing and that's how I know they're absorbing the the soul light rather than the blood. They really want the soul light, not the blood, because I've seen these things play out. And I guess you could also say I, I have, like, these experiences where I bilocate. That means I'll be out of this body in another body. So I've also went to underground bases by bilocate, and that means jumping into bodies of, you know, beings or other people down there, remote viewing. Right. And then I found myself there also, literally there, and I've had like lots of strange experiences with that, countless ones in which I haven't put out there yet because you know there's sort of a, it, it's a really, it's really touched my heart a lot of this stuff. So I'm aware of what they're doing though. It's really crazy because I I feel like they're just going to try to make this force is trying to mutilate everything. I saw like down there it was like as crazy as the sounds there were they were like there were body parts of different people and beings and stuff it would like yeah. put together to create mutants and that's where I saw like mothmen that had like all sorts of like mothmen that had were part men part moth part this that was that like tells things like that I saw all sorts of weird stuff and this was ages ago and now I'm seeing like stuff coming out in the news how people now are doing all sorts of weird surgeries to mutilate themselves up to them Michael that's really interesting because I've actually seen that down there when I was a little girl yeah, that's really, that's scary. But here's the other thing. So many people that have been taken in in ships in the physical, and they've had eggs, women have had eggs removed, men's sperm removed, and then at some later date they're reintroduced to these children that were created. But here's my question. I've always wondered about this. Where do those children get placed, number one? Number two, oh, is they also taken. We get placed in different families. So we get placed in different families according to what they want us to achieve or they want us to do our assignments. That's I I often have went up in the ships and downloaded information about human life to the children so that they can act more human. Wow. And no one is to be human. And then I upload, like, to them what it is to be human. We had, like, one time uh, on chocolate cake. I'm not allowed to eat sweets 
sometimes I'm allowed, you know, once in a while, but my system literally isn't allowed to really eat any sweets because it deteriorates the system. So we had this talk about chocolate cake, and they were like, oh, you know, you you like chocolate cake, but you're, you can't eat it anymore because it's not good for your system. And then I right. mm-hmm. downloaded somehow it how I really liked chocolate cake and it was an experience and sensation that, you know, I hadn't had in any other realm. And so then as a happy medium, because they were they said, Okay, you're doing good work on the planet I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm can I be allowed to have chocolate cake sometimes? So <laughs> it reads so long. I'm allowed to oh have my goodness. cake, but they tell me, like, you know, not to get too into this. Um, so too don't have any attachments. Human sort of life, yeah. So I told them, you know, I'm like, oh, I learned what pretty dresses are and how to dress up very girly and this and that. So I relayed that back to them, and they're like, okay, we we just want you to achieve your mission. As long as you're doing it, we can compromise on you doing human stuff that you found makes you happy in a human body. Oh, that's nice mm-hmm. of them. Well, yeah. here's, here's my other question. Because they don't want me to get, you know, because if I get, they don't want me to get caught in the karmic loop here. Well, sure. And then, they don't want you to get caught in the material world, which is very seductive. So, sure. That's right, totally more like, understandable. Yeah, they don't want me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So, but here's, Here's my other question. I know that they've created children with some of our DNA that they've taken on in different abduction experiences, but they've also created clones. And I was wondering if anybody has ever run across their own clone. Yes, I have, what? but it wasn't created by the ETs. It was created. This is another thing, and I was just about to say this. I I ran into the men in black. I don't know how many times. By the way, I'm not. Exactly sure entirely about them what they are but they definitely are pretty intense so um yeah i found clones of myself in some underground underground bases and on other planets they actually when i was young there was a clone of me that was made and it was put on it it was put on another planet to uh, on a mission and was in this clone and when that clone body died i just came back to this main body and so I have experienced that, and I experienced once where I tracked some clones of mine down. But these clones weren't coherent like me. Does that make sense? I could go into them, and when I go into them, it's like putting on clothes, and then they would become coherent. But I had my main body and my main me that goes back to this main body here. They had created clones, and I literally just took out the clones, like completely cut off wow. all energy. So they just had nothing in them. So, yeah, they do do clones. But, I mean, I'm aware, like, how they do it. The clone can only live, like, let's say this physical body got damaged and it died. I could jump into the clone and the clone would actually live for the, you know, amount of lifetime that this body would because all my energy is in that clone. If it's not, that clone's only going to live a certain amount of time. It won't live very long because it doesn't right. have a lot of energy in it. Well, there's a, a but that's wonderful how that television works. series called Orphan Black, which is about this woman who finds out she has all these clones. But that's what got me thinking about this. Just, you know, I 
because I really do believe that I have some clones out here that I've just not met them yet. And I had a very strange experience long ago when I went to this farmer's market. And this woman asked me how I liked the bread from last week. And I said, I never bought any bread from you. <laughs> hey, I can't eat wheat. I'd love to buy your bread. It's beautiful, but I, I can't eat it. And so I never would have bought it. And she looked at me and I, I could tell there was such a level of shock because she said, the woman I sold the bread to was exactly like you. And I would love to meet that person. I think it might be a clone who gets to eat wheat bread. I'm very jealous because I can't. But um, but I'm thinking, you know, can't you with your own vibration call these clones forward? Because it's you, right? In a form. And don't they... And don't they have to respond or wouldn't they want to respond? I know it's a crazy question, but I had to ask you. <laughs> yeah, you can. You know, I asked for them to be shown to me because I was aware that as a child when I went to this clone on this, um, you know, and on this mission that they put me on so their planet and that body got killed and I came straight back to this body. As aware that what they were doing, so I well, what this force is, this force is it's doing all sorts of stuff with DNA. It's like creating all sorts of stuff. By the way, so I was aware of that. So I um, I called forth. You know, I was like, okay, connect me up, let me see. It was really kind of sad because when I looked at these clones, they were like they just were like barely there. You know, waiting to be activated mm-hmm. if I needed to be put into them. It's like, okay, I'm just going to cut off the energy. And, yeah, you can call them forth, definitely. We also have, you. there's something else, too. So, like, when I was, years ago, when I was dying, I was, like, in this astral battle with this force. And, you know, some of my crew, everyone thinks, like, that Max died, but a whole group of us that were just astral and, like, our, like my physical body nearly died and some others died in the group, of course. Like, we just body jump, we body jump, we don't really die. But um, mm-hmm. so it it was really interesting because when this body was dying, I had like other bodies and other timelines, even this timeline that I'm aware who they are and I could jump oh. into them. So we have more than one body too that we can jump into in previous timelines oh, or future timelines or this timeline. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Gosh. Yeah, this is fabulous. I love talking about these things. Um, it's, there's, there, again, is so much to understand about all of this. And, but there are hybrids who have a hard time. They aren't as, um, oh, yeah. as erudite as Oh, yeah, you. a lot and, of them don't survive. Yeah, like we had somebody on the show. Remember Rachel's eyes, PK? Um, mm-hmm. the, the daughter that was blind that had this roommate who happened to be a hybrid. Um, but right. it, was, it was a fascinating story. But this poor hybrid was clearly uncomfortable suffering and I think they killed mm-hmm. her at the end of the day so it's no fun for her yeah it's really I hard for us. like I tough. I can hear it like I, I'll be out it took me a while to be out in public really because I can hear it still happens like the other day I just it was with my friends and literally like I could hear everyone we were at the store and I could hear everyone's thoughts and it's like screams in my head you know like everything they're thinking, like hundreds yeah. of these, like 
voices in my head and I just yeah. have to stop for a moment and just really work on getting control of my abilities. So, yeah, it's re- as a hybrid, it can be sometimes overwhelming to experience those sort of things. So I understand why mm-hmm. some have. Well, I know a few who just, you know, they're dead. They're, they Sadly, they died and their bodies, they're not dead dead because, of course, they're not humans, but, and they're, you know, they're either back in ET bodies or in other realms, but they couldn't deal with the human incarnation mm-hmm. in existence. It's a very challenging yeah. incarnation, and so I, I can imagine that if you are in a hybrid experience that there's there's just a lot you don't know. And if you were raised in a test tube type environment rather than in an actual womb, you're not getting all the information that a regular human would get. So, yeah, I would imagine there's challenges on many levels with that um, whole Mm -hmm. experience. But, oh, my God, this is so much fun talking to you. (laughs) So I want to thank you. You know, I I feel I actually am grateful I can sit here today and be at peace with it because it's been a lot. You know, go back to the test tube baby thing. So they knew the line. And so that my mom, it's really interesting. And then they also brought in the DNA that they wanted to bring in concoction. It's like really interesting how they did that. And I, I actually have some experiences where I was in an underground base. They're like, oh, we knew you were going to come in. And there's some, they were telling me about this, the reptilian. They were telling me about this force that was coming that was taken over the planet that was way worse than them that they were even scared of and it was like it's been a long journey like through this whole thing but I feel like we're finally getting out on the other side I almost have tears from this you know um, because yeah. of the fact that I can just see the veil of these dense frequencies being broken down and I'm like oh my gosh we there's the light it's right there there's you know people are starting to the truth they're starting to see there's something really wrong with the world that they live in they've been under some sort of like dark energy black magic spell from this demiurge yeah, you know what do you ever like. want to call it and they're, they're they're waking up and that to me that that's such a beautiful thing after everything that i've been through and like following the divine because you know despite being a hybrid and it's <laughs> it's because of <laughs> what I call God's source, which is an ancient source of light energy that flows through realms and universes that I'm here. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see humanity wake up. And I'm so grateful to God for that. And I'm so grateful to people just, you know, really starting to to research and starting to like, hey, hey, something's wrong. We need to get informed. And I'm so grateful to humanity that they're starting to wake up because it's not been an easy job for us. I know it's been hard for humanity. Lost it's really been hard for us, too. Yeah, it's hard for us being on planet weirdo. I mean, it's like we don't <laughs> want to be a part of that. Um, but anyways, well, Sarah, unfortunately, we're running out of time, but Thank you so much. Now, you do healings with people, and I want people to know how to get in touch with you. So what's the best way for them to reach you? So you can reach me via my website, www.sarahradams.com, and that's Sarah with an H. 
And I have a lovely team that works with me. And if you want to book a session, do it through there. I do teach, you know, people how to connect to ETs, about past lives, and lots of other magical, beautiful stuff. Wonderful. Well, that's great. Yes, and we're going to have to have you back because we just didn't even scratch the surface tonight on all of what you know and have experienced. So promise us you'll come back. Definitely, 1,000% we'll be back. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed this. <laughs> well, this is great. Nice to finally meet you and speak with you. And next week, everybody, we are going to be back with another great show. But until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.